Welcome to Daddy Knows. Daddy Knows. Welcome everybody to episode number 94, day number 735 of being a stay-at-home father. There was no episode last week because I was not in town. I was in Orlando. So, uh, yeah, I didn't put out an episode. Say what's up, Zozabos. What's up? Both the kids are home Monday. Why? Because Zozabos doesn't have school Monday. And on uh, today, on today, and on today, and today, my son is sick. He has strep throat. How nice. You know what was great about leaving? I mean, other than, you know, I mean... Being able to go and stay in a nice hotel in Orlando, that that was nice. That was nice. But um, just being appreciated. Like my wife was like, I get it. You do a lot. Because she's always saying, what do you do? You do nothing. And now she's like, I appreciate you. And I'm like, that's all I needed. Let her talk to her. Like, S, like, I-S-X. What's I-S-X? What does I-S-X mean? I know, you, I know you'd put the letters, but what does I-S-X mean? Uh, I don't know. You just wanted to say those three letters in a row because you thought it was cool? Yes. How, how did you feel when uh, Daddy was gone for a whole week? Uh, for seven minutes? Yeah, no, it was, it was like seven days, but... How, were you sad when I was gone? Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes? You like it better when I'm home? Oh, you missed me. Why did you miss me? Because mommy's strict? No. Were you good for mom or were you paying the butt? I, I was paying my, on my butt and so I was paying on the... No. You were both paying in the butts? No. Yes. Why? Your mama loves you. Yeah, yeah. Because we did You just wanted... Wait a minute. So, so the whole plan was just to drive... The whole plan was just to drive mom crazy? Hey, was that the whole plan? To drive mom crazy? Then why'd you do it? No biting, Zozo. Why were you mean to Mama, Zozo? Hi, Daddy. Hi, Zozo. But why were you mean to Mama? When you were you, Mom said that you guys were terrors. That both of you were yeah terrors. You just you were crazy the whole time and Zozo Bozo. I definitely missed him. It was. Mm-hmm. What's the letter of? A letter of what? Somebody gave you books on accident? Yeah. And a little and a draft from a letter to a writing book. I understood writing book and la 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 la. So somebody gave you books, and then you got a writing book, and then la, la, la. Yeah. Nice. So you know what I did in Orlando, son? No. I went to this conference called, uh, I won't say what it's called, because I'm going to say some stuff. Not bad about it, just maybe that they wouldn't want me to say. I went in very skeptical. Very skeptical. So I'm going to talk about that. Orlando, I went to the comedy scene there, and uh, did a couple old mics. Those are some really good, cool dudes. 
um, and then came back. And then I was supposed to, I thought, open for Bobby Lee. And I'll talk about it. Very humbling, I would say. At the, embarrassing at the least, but definitely humbling what happened to me at the improv. Uh, they already had opener. We'll just say that. And I showed up as well. And everybody did not expect that. So um, well, everybody's like, well, were you supposed to open for him? I'll get into that. And then what shows I got coming up? So that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that'll be it. So I went to this conference, right? And the reason I went to this conference in Orlando was because my my mother was supposed to go there for work, but she ended up, she couldn't, but the whole trip was already paid for. So she's like, would you like to go to this? The thing I went to is like um, a little bit like Tony Robbins type of thing. And I've never been to one of those. And I've always... Yeah, why one angry eye? Are you into the Illuminati? Huh? Hmm? Are you into the all-seeing eye, son? What books are you reading lately? What books that came to you for free? Huh? Huh? What is your mother teaching you when I'm not here? That's Zoe? I said, it's me. Oh, the eye is you? You're behind the Illuminati? It's you? Oh, it's just you? You are the all-seeing eye? You, okay, go ahead and tell me something. Hey, well, you can't say, let me tell you something and then walk away. You tell me what you're going to tell me. Okay, go ahead. You what? If you came over here and talked to me, it'd be way better because your sister is climbing on my head, putting her butt in my face. I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. Get off of me, little vampire. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. I was telling a story of what I was doing over there. You pooped? Come over here. I can't hear you. You were there when I was there when they put the lights down. So, so you're going to fall and hurt yourself, mama. I was trying to tell a story. Okay, let me, let me tell the story what I, what I was doing over there, okay? Okay, so she couldn't go. So she was like, would you like to go? And I was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll try it out. Because also I'm big. It was also about learning uh, how to speak. I know I've been a public speaker now for eight years, but you can always learn to get better, right? And I've done comedy. It's just stand-up to public speaking. Guys, you both. Let me show you with the picture. The picture. What picture? The picture when you take a picture. Boy, you guys really didn't get any dad lately, so you're all over me. Alaza. <laughs> Alaza. Uh huh. You camouflaged yourself. So you snuck in. No. And you're in Orlando with me. How did you get on a flight? How did you book a plane? You have a credit card? No, it was Gina. It was who? Gina. I made him. You made Gia? Yeah, he a talking car. Ah, okay. He traveled to eat and he traveled to a place. And I made So you made... A talking car to drive you to the airport. Yeah. And then how did you get on the plane? Uh, Tell me how you got on the plane. I, I, I need to know. Tina traveled to a plane. Like oh, so the car that you made turned itself into a plane. Yeah. 
like this. What are they doing? And then, and then turn into a plane. You're a genius. Why? Hey, I had to take Southwest, dude. I had to take that Greyhound bus in the sky. Actually, I'm a, I only know Southwest, so that's actually a pretty good plane. But uh, I had to take that, and you had this machine that could drive into... I could have had a car over there. I could have flew over there and then made a car. Why didn't you make one for me? I know you're a genius, but hey, genius, you got a dad. Why don't you help your dad out a little bit? You see me suffering on Southwest. Hi, Daddy. Yeah. Got to go through TSA, get all padded down and stuff. Do you want to be a stinky pants? Ow, don't hit me with those keys. Do you want to be a stinky pants? I don't want to be a stinky pants. All right, so guys, I went over there, right? And when I went there, I went to this the, this thing. It's like three days of learning how to speak and coach and all this stuff. And I went in very like doubtful. I'm like, I don't. I mean, I was trying. I was really, really trying. Like, hey, go in there with an open mind. But in my head, I was like, ugh. Like this is. I'm gonna have to hear some stuff that I obviously don't want to hear. As far as not motive, like kind of like that motivational. Like you can do it. Like I expected a lot of that type of stuff and then when i got there i noticed it was a lot of business people a lot of people that looked legit and i was like oh and i and I, when i first got there i was wearing a spurs hat and a uh like i just didn't look right it said business casual well that's my fault for not reading because i don't read so i went in there and people were looking at me like this guy belongs here he's i know I know. That's crazy, bro. I'm not crazy. I didn't say you're crazy. I said that's crazy. Now you're done. That was five minutes. All right, good job, buddy. Thank you. So I'll start from the beginning. So I went to, yeah, because I don't know where exactly I'm at. No, it's not. I'm I'm doing my part. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this part. It's not over. Went to Orlando, went to this thing, it's a conference, right? And they teach you how to speak and coach. And, you know, it's all the things that you, you would see on television with people cheering and they, and they bring speakers. Uh, there's two specific speakers that I really like. There's some, there's some stuff they said that was corny, but I was like, it got me. You know what I mean? It got me. Like there was this one where it said, emotion is just energy in motion. And I was just like, all right, that was corny, but I liked it. I don't know why I liked it, but energy. Emotion is energy in motion. I was like, I see what you did there. It's not, or maybe it is. I don't know, but I liked, I liked the way you said that. But on the the very first day, the very first full day, there was this lady. She comes out, and this like I, I like I was like, all right, I get it. Like this is this is kind of cool. This is all, this. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. And I expect you to know what I mean. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, you weren't there. Daddy, daddy, yes. When you when you don't when you don't want to bro, we can turn this. Well, to a head. Got it. All right. <laughs> For mama. For mama. Got it. So on the first day, there was a speaker at the very end that this lady got me. Okay, so it was a lady from Portugal. And uh, at two years old, her mother basically abandoned her and left her with a lady with six kids. And so she was, the lady told her, if I can feed six, I can feed seven, basically. And so the lady raises her, but she works so hard that when she's nine years old, she dies a heart attack. 
And a few years later, she has to go and work. But she's in, she doesn't work in Portugal. She goes to work in, I think, Switzerland. And so she's cleaning and stuff. She's cleaning rooms. And she said, she goes, but I wasn't just a regular cleaner. She was like, I was like the LeBron James. She said, what, who did she say? Uh, Reynaldo. That's who she, Reynaldo. <laughs> That's she said, the soccer player. But that she was like that of cleaning. And eventually somebody uh, noticed her and she became a flight attendant, right? And she went to all around the world and she was making money. She was like, I can't believe people are paying me to say, would you like chicken or steak? She was in a first class, like first class uh, uh, airplane. She was in that area being, anyway, so she travels all over the world. So one day she gets to this country. Um, I forgot, what, what was the country she went to? She went to Bangladesh. I think it was Bangladesh, right? And she had never seen poverty like that. And so that changed her. And that's what she started to, she was just like, I need to help these children out. And so she created this school for like 600, like a boarding school, not an orphanage, but a boarding school for like 600 kids. And so she she was just like, I'm just going to raise money for them, whatever it takes. And so she, the whole time she's, she Googles how to raise money, how to raise a million dollars. And one of them was climb Mount Everest. So this lady gets, finds a coach to teach her how to climb Mount Everest and then does it. And gets a million dollars to help him out. But now she needs more money. So she's like, what else can I do? And another one said, swim the English Channel. She was like, all right, I'll do that. And then she was like, well, first I need to learn how to swim. What? You're going to swim the English Channel and you don't even know how to swim yet? And you're in your 20s? Are you out of your mind? And she was out of her mind. And she still did it. She said she swam it the wrong way. She goes, I swam my way across, but I swam it the wrong way. I was like, how do you swim it the wrong way? You went 32 miles uh, or whatever, how long it is. You swam the English Channel, but she didn't get the money. So she's like, now what do I do? And one of them said, go to the North Pole. So she went to the North Pole and then went to the South Pole and then did Ironmans. Like, what's well, another one? Run an Ironman in each continent or something like that. And she just kept doing that and doing that and doing that and getting trainers to do that, to raise money for these kids. And I was just like, oh, my God, if you can climb Mount Everest and swim across the English Channel, regardless of which way you went, and you didn't even know how to swim. She could have said one of those things, and I would have been impressed. But, like, with everything, and in the whole time, it's just, like, it's for these kids. I was like, oh, my God, like, that that motivated me like crazy. I'm like, like, the whole thing where I'm doing this thing where it's not it's not stop motion, it's clay motion. And I've never done clay motion, the uh, clay motion, claymation before, right? But I want to do it for some of my some of my bits and my stand-up, right? Because I'm not going to... I want to put my son in it, but I don't want to put him in it. You know, I don't want to put a... Like, act out the thing with him. You know what I mean? So I want to make a claymation of it. And everybody's told me, like, have you ever done it? I'm like, no. And they're like, I'm coming. I'm like, I'm like, no, I've never done it. They're like, it's very hard. You probably can't do it. And, I was just, and, you know, people tell me that all the time. But this lady, I was just like, man, if she could do all that, I could learn how to do claymation and make it look at, at least decent, you know, at least decent. But I don't know why I want to do it, but I want to do that. Man, those two things, climbing Mount, climbing Mount Everest and doing claymation are totally like in other leagues. But I was just like, this small thing is what I want to do. So it actually gave me more motivation. So that was on the first day. Uh, on the second day, uh, some more coaching and how to talk and stuff like that. And then I pretty, like, I... I could see it. I could see their cadence and the way they talked and how they were engaging. I was like, not only listening to what they're saying, I wasn't taking any notes, which apparently that's what you're supposed to do. Everybody else is taking notes like crazy. I was like, I'm just going to watch them. So I watched them. 
Where's What's up? the ball? It's in one of your hands. Point. This one. Oh, good job. You want Play-Doh? Well, no, you you messed up this Play-Doh. Okay, which, which... Which what? Which... Which next hat? This one. Ah, found it. Hey! Found it! Stop. So I was basically Stop. studying the way that they, they talk. Which, and the way they... Which hat? This one. Ah, you keep switching them, though. Ah, ah Zoe found it. Zoe found it. Aha, she found the ball. One of them was real smooth. Actually, it came out to uh, uh, your own personal. What's that? Your own personal. Jesus. That was horrible, by the way. I know it was horrible when I sang it. I'm going to edit that out. I hope I remember to edit that out. That that song, he came out to. I forgot who sings that song. But he came out to that song, and I was like, everybody was all clapping. I was like, okay, that's a little, that's a little arrogant. Your own personal Jesus here. And. Uh, um, the way he, basically he taught everybody how to how to bullshit. He's like, you don't need to learn know what people do to help them, but just basically you just ask them questions, and that's the way you coach. And it was a great exercise the way he did it. But Zoe yes, found something in Mama's post. It was chocolate candy. Zoe, what do you got? What is it? It was chocolate candy. Ah, Mama put a Snickers there. Let's see if she has any other Snickers in here, sweetie. How are you gonna put? Snicker bars in your purse and leave your purse that low. All right, guys. We got a fun size Snicker bar that we're going to have to split three ways. Because daddy's fat and wants some too. Okay. So Zoe first takes a bite because you found it. Take a bite. Take a bite. A bite because I want some too. Take a bite. Dang it, girl. You, you, jeez. That was almost the whole Snicker bar. It's a fun size. Don't you smile at me? Whatever. Get out of here. She took. Gee, she almost bit my fingers off. She ate almost the whole fun size Snicker bar, and then laughs about it. I tell her to take a small bite, and she goes, "Ah, I'm take the whole man." Just like me, something I would have done. Ma'am, as I doesn't get any. Well, Isaiah's sick, so whatever. What we're talking about? Oh, yeah. So he basically teach you how to BS people, right? And how to get paid lots and lots of money for it. And um, what was the last day? Last day was the main speaker. But anyway, so that was, I went to that convention. Um, it was nice. Food was great. Great hotel. Definitely helped see things a little bit better in perspective. I mean, just the way the peop other people's stories. That's what got me. Like, a, a lot of these people's stories, because, um, I mean, you, you sit down, you talk to other people. I'm like, what do I know? I'm just a stay-at-home father. You know, I'm trying to do a business and be a stand-up comedian. I do, oh, I do a podcast. I do cartoons. Like, it's not, nothing big, but, it, I mean, it's, it's um, if I can make a living doing this, you know, making just forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year, would I be happy? And the answer was yes. So then I'm like, oh, well then continue. I don't have to be, I mean, I would like to, but I mean, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to, like, why am I, I keep comparing myself with these huge companies that took generations to build or these people that have these huge followings that, that worked on their stuff for years. And I'm like, I mean, I'm still a baby in it. I'm still only eight years in. And what, what also helped was, when I met a lot of the dudes out there in um, Orlando, there's a lot of really 
like they've been doing it longer than I have, like nine years, 10, 12 years. And most of the guys that I meet like that, that are still in that scene that they came up in are bitter dudes. And none of these guys were bitter. They were, they were, and they, I'm an out of town, out of town comic. And I came in there and they're like, oh, you want at the improv that they have there in Orlando. And they're like, you're going to go up? I'm like, yeah. Like they, for some reason they already knew I was a comic. They're like, hey, you you do comedy. You're a comic, right? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, they're like, oh, you just moved here? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm visiting. Like, oh, perfect. Go in the visitor spot. And then they put, made me a, a part of their group. You know what I mean? Most comedy scenes have a, a group page and then admins, then they add, you can try to add yourself to it. But so any, they add me to the group and they showed me where all the open mics were, where to go. Uh, one of them even gave me a ride home. I mean, it was a, a really cool scene. And I was just like, these guys have been doing it much longer. Because I've been feeling the, you can't help it. Especially when you don't have the proper perspective. It's hard not to get a little bit of that bitterness, you know what I mean? Like, man, I'm still in the same scene. Like, I'm funny. I know I'm funny. I should be out of here right now. I should be doing bigger things. But it's it's not. It's the journey is what it is. It's the journey and the ups and downs and the mile markers. I don't know. What I'm trying to say is it gave me perspective. And then those, those dudes were hilarious. Those dudes were hilarious. It made me want to be... I mean, I always want to be funnier. But when you see dudes that are as funny as you or funnier than you, it makes you want to work just that much harder. You know what I mean? Because they're in the same, I don't know, that's that's what, that's what the way it was when when it was me, Roel, George, and a couple other guys constantly going to the mics and, and going or going to the Tiger and always trying to one-up each other. You know what I mean? Every time a, a headline or somebody would come through to the Tiger, I always wanted to go right after them. I always wanted to go and be, because I wanted to test myself. And sometimes I do great. And uh, I'd, I'd either, you know, ride their wave or whatever, or sometimes I I couldn't follow them. You know what I mean? But it made me stronger. And I haven't done that this past year. This past year, I haven't done that. So I'm definitely going to be riding like crazy, which I have to because the album comes out May 1st. That's right, May 1st. Go get Clown Poet. Uh, it's going to be on iTunes and it's going to be on uh, Spotify, a bunch of things. So... Go get it. Purchase the album. Don't just don't just stream it. Purchase it, please. Uh, if you could, I'm not basically. Please just buy it. I just want you to buy it. So it was a cool scene out there in Orlando. I really liked it. Came back. So this is the embarrassing part. So I thought I was supposed to open up for Bobby Lee in Houston. Why did I think that? Because last year Bobby Lee told me, "Hey, for now on, whenever I'm in Texas, you're my opener." I was like, "Cool," but uh, it was my fault because I never cleared it with the comedy club. Why did I never clear it with a comedy club? Because I don't have their email. I mean, I could have done a better job of asking comedians, hey, do you have the the email for this club? And then booked it myself. And then they would have called Bobby and confirmed. And he would have said yes, which is what I was, I was supposed to do. But I didn't do that. I just kept texting Bobby like, hey, I'm still open for you, right? I'm still open. And so he never confirmed with them. So I go to the improv this weekend and I'm like, hi, I'm one of Bobby's openers. He's like, oh, all right. And they lead me to the green room. They put me in the green room. And I'm there with a, another guy, really funny dude, Grady Pruitt. Dude's only been doing a year and one funniest person in Texas. Dude is hilarious, right? So I'm sitting with him. I was like, so you're open for him? He's like, yeah. I was like, cool. I was like, uh, I, I already knew that before going in. That's why I didn't say I'm the opener. I knew that like the day before because I saw him post something on Facebook. And I was like, ooh. But I was already going to Houston. I was like, maybe I'll just do a guest spot. So I go to the green room. 
And then they come back to the green room management. I was like, can you come here, sir? And I was like, sure. And they take me to the office and they point to the wall. And on the wall is the MC, the feature, and then Bobby Lee, right? And they go, which one are you? And everybody looks like so weirded out by me and uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, I'm none of those people. I, I usually travel with Bobby Lee in Texas and I'm his opener, but you already booked an opener. So I'll probably be just do, doing a guest spot. And then they go, did he say that? I was like, you can call Bobby and confirm if you'd like. And then like, it was just like, uh, and she, the, the one of the managers grabs the phone and slowly picks it up to the ear. Like, I'm going to call. So are you sure you don't want to come and tell us the truth? Like crazy person who just came into a club and straight to our green room. I'm like, well, you let me in. So anyway, thank God the door guy was there from last year and he comes in and he goes, Hey guys, he's good. He opened up for Bobby Lee last year. Bobby Lee brought him like he's fine. And everybody just a sigh of relief. Like, Oh, I thought it was a crazy person that walked into our club. Like everybody had a sigh of relief. And I sat in the green room and then I hear him when Bobby Lee comes in, they're like, there's a guy in there. Like I can hear him outside the door. Right. And so Bobby Lee comes in and he's just like, why, why didn't you call the club? Hmm? Why didn't you tell? I was just like, well, he goes, why did you just text me the day before? I was like, I've been texting you for months, but I don't have the email to the club. Anyway, I ended up doing two guest spots. Had a great time. It was fun. Went to go eat after. So, yeah, it was just that embarrassing moment of being put in the office and then pointing to the wall and being like, which comedian are you? And being like, listen, we know you're full of crap. You're just a crazy person in our green room. What are you doing, little girl? Hmm? You want a bar? Yeah. You, you listen to me. This has this bar has a little bit of chocolate in it. You cannot leave it around Carmelo. Say yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, hold on. Let me open it for you. You all right? Yeah. Don't be doing that. You get half right now. You want this one? Okay, you get this half. Half right now, and then when you finish that half, you get the other half because you always leave your bar everywhere. I don't want Carmelo getting sick. You draw a robot. Yeah, that's your paper. Draw a robot. Excuse me. Excuse Um. Yeah, so that was my week in Orlando. How was, your, how was your week with mom, guys? Was it fun? Bad. It was bad? Why was it bad? Come here. Why was it bad? Zozo. Zozo, pick up the wrapper. I just cleaned. Pick up the wrapper, ma'am. You don't leave it on the floor. Right there. Thank you. Thank you. Not in the trash, lady. Go put it in the trash. Gee, she just picks it up off the floor and puts it on the table. There you go. Ed. That's what you wanted, right? No, that's not what I wanted. So that was my week in Orlando and in uh, Houston. It was... Um, Eye-opening, I got a different perspective. It was humbling, big-time humbling, especially in Houston. Oh, man. I think the only reason they didn't kick me out right away is how confident I was. I'm like, nope, I'm a, I'm his opener. I do guest spots. I do guest spots. That's not an opener. I'm doing a guest spot. I mean, for the night. <laughs> uh, that definitely means I'm not going to Dallas. I'm not going to drive all the way to Dallas for, well, can you talk to him about it? I'm like, no, nah, it, feel, it felt weird. It felt weird to talk to him about it and be like, Bobby, you said I was your opener. Like, I don't want to. It's a closing of a chapter, I guess. Yeah, because I've opened for, uh, for that dude for like uh, 
Eight years, I think. Yeah, like almost eight years. No, the first time he came through, I didn't open up for him. So the second, so like six years. Uh, San Antonio and then in Houston last year. But this year, uh, another comic is going to be opening up for him because he was told, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm into that story. Anyway, so he's uh, he's going he's gonna to open up for him. And I will be doing shows at the Tiger. <laughs> That's right. I'm doing a bunch of shows. Uh, Chronic Laughter on April 20th. Um, doing another one on uh, May 18th. The Roast of Aaron Cheelum. Very funny dude. So we're going to roast him. And then uh, what's another date? This weekend, March 2nd, uh, Cody O'Dell from, well, from the Tiger. He's a, rich, he's a friend. He's It's going to be a show. It's going to be me, him, George. Probably Joey McCormick, a few other people that none of you have ever heard of, uh, and myself, who you probably don't know other than this podcast. So that's going to be at the Blind Tiger this weekend. Uh, Austin, I'm going to be going Austin Tuesday, and Saturday I got a show. So it's nice. I have a bunch of little shows, and I'm going to try a bunch of new material because I got to work on this the next hour. And then this Wednesday, wow, I have a show Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. So show pretty... Wednesday is Battle of the Sketches, Texas Battle Royale, which is seven teams uh, go against each other. It's going to be eight categories that these each sketch is going up against. So come check that out. It's Alamo Draft House at 8 o'clock. Tickets are 10 bucks. going to be a great time. Come check that out, uh, Battle of Sketches. And then, yeah, a bunch of other stuff coming out. Hope you guys are liking the sketches on Funny Man Comedy Works or actually FMCW Studios. I hope you guys are liking them. Um, so that's every Thursday putting out those and a bunch of things in the works. So let's see how it goes. It's going to go well. It's going to go well. Be positive, Josh. It's going to go well. Positive thinking, right? Hmm? Positive thinking. Because emotions are just energy in motion. I don't know why. That was so cheesy, but it it, it, it stuck with me. That one stuck with me. And they said something else that stuck with me. Oh, wait, wait. Before before I, I end the podcast, I got to say the other thing that stuck with me that I thought was, again, cheesy, but I still I still liked it. Because I'm one of those people that, 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 that struggles with, is this my doing? Is it fate? Is it whatever? And then basically what the, or what the quote said was, until you make the unconscious conscious, you will call it fate and it will run your life. And I was like, damn, that one got me too. I'm a simple man. I'm very easily shocked or surprised or impressed. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm very easily impressed because I'm a simple man. What do I know? I'm just a stay-at-home father. Am I right? Anyway, I think I'm in the pod. Let's sit with the kid. Hey, uh, you guys ready for lunch? What do you want for lunch? I, um, ice cream. Yeah, you can't have ice cream for lunch. You got to have, like, real food. Real I can make you a sandwich. You want a sandwich? Um, you want soup for your throat? No, I'm not giving you ice cream. Do you want soup? Yeah. If you eat, if you eat soup after, we'll eat ice cream. What do you want? Hey, p- see, that's what I'm talking about. Pick up the bar, Zozo, right there. Because Carmelo will eat it and he'll get sick. So I only gave you half. All right, I'm going to have to find something to, to uh, get these kids made for lunch. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Tune in every week for new episodes. Unless I'm out of town, then there probably won't be an episode. But, uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Catch you all next time. Deuce.